All right. This week we are diving into uh, a film that um, explores family, your chosen family, Hmm. uh, explores forgiveness of that family, explores reconciling with your past, where you've come from, what you've been through, so you can move forward. Um, It includes a stellar cast, Mm -hmm. uh, some larger-than-life action pieces, um, and uh, attempts to fill in some missing parts from the backstory of one of our favorite Marvel heroes. Mm. I, of course, am talking about the brand-new Black Widow. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I hear you speaking of a Marvel movie. Yes. Which we have not seen in a little while. Yeah, it's two years, I think. It's been two years? Yeah. Something like that? But is it good? Let's find out. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Females. <laughs> I'm not going to explain that joke. It's just going to be between us. So no one will ever get it. Hello, everybody. <laughs> well, it's because it's, it's, it's this is the Black Widow episode. Yes. Ah, true. So this is hello to the, the widows. Yes. Are so they all widows? <laughs> or are they all black widows? They're, they're, they were called... Can we... Okay, briefly. They were called <laughs> widows in the movie. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. I don't think... Like I think she's called Black Widow, right? But I think technically they're all widows. Black widows. They're all black widows. I don't know what the difference. I mean, I don't know why she's called Black Widow. Because it's the name of the spider. They're all wid. I. Is she Spider Woman? Yes. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Anyway, welcome to episode thirty. Can you believe that? Thirty episodes. That's crazy. Did you think all those no. weeks ago? <laughs> no. <that> <laughs> You have little faith, Hunter. We, we barely made it through the DC universe, and mm-hmm. we just... And then a, we trucked along through the... the Oscars. Oscar that nominated was fun, films. I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that. We did the MonsterVerse, yep. Mortal Kombat Mortal movies. Kombat, and then Shrek. <laughs> the Shrekverse. <laughs> Shrek, Shrek almost did me in. Uh, and now here we are. Yes. Um, listeners in seven countries, mm-hmm. like 20 states. Yep. Who would have thunk it? Not so me. <laughs> Look at us. Who would have thought? Us. <laughs> Not me. So thank you guys for uh, being a part of the first 30 episodes. Um, I am your host, <coughs> Hunter Callahan. Mm-hmm. And I'm your host, Zach Olson. And as always, we have... The host of the podcast. Whiskers Queen Elizabeth, Callahan-Olson the third. The third. Uh, Don't okay. ask what happened to the first two. Yep. Um, anyway, so yeah, we... Uh, we can dive in. Um, obviously, this week we are doing uh, Marvel's Black Widow. We had the privilege, mainly thank you to Zach because he bought my ticket uh, last week, I think. Tax deduction. <laughs> of uh, going to see uh, Black Widow in theaters mm-hmm. last night. We actually had one of our listeners was there with us, which is kind of funny. Yes, and, uh, we actually sat down with... Multiple of our adoring fans. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, including uh, one person who I, I, I believe will soon be a guest on the show. Mm-hmm. He wants to do uh, a, a comedy. That'll be, I'll keep that for a surprise. It's my brother. <laughs> it's his older brother, Chase. Yes. 
Okay, cool. Uh, before we dive into Black Widow, let's get some news. Zach, give me a theme song, please. What do you do when you need the new? Yes. <laughs> what do you do when you need the new? <laughs> you listen to Hunter Shindig. It's going to be big. Yeah. Hunter Shindig. Are you wearing a wig? No. <laughs> That's your real hair. It looks great. And now it's time for Hunter Shindig. Still going. He's still going. I'm going to let you keep going as long as you want. That was it. Okay, cool. Um, all right, yeah. So welcome to Hunter Shindig. Uh, I'm trying to just briefly see <coughs> if there's anything else um, that... Uh, that happened in the past 24 hours that I might have missed. Um, I don't say anything. For any new listeners, Hunter Shindig is our news segment. Yes. This is the entertainment news. Uh, it's going to be spoiler related, so if you don't want spoilers, I other than like Black Widow spoilers, skip this section. We'll have timestamps, and you can just jump right into the movie. Yeah, I don't this think is there's Hunter any... Shindig. I don't think there's any spoilers for this week, but there's always a chance. The biggest news, and it's sad news actually, um, I don't know if you heard this, Zach. The biggest news that happened this past week was uh, Robert Downey Sr. Oh, that's that. That's one too. I didn't mark that down, but yes, he passed away. Mm-hmm. Um, but Richard Donner, yeah, uh, who directed the first two um, Superman films, mm-hmm. well, sort of second one. It was kind of a long, famous story, but um, which we'll definitely do those at some point. I would say, yeah, there's four, I believe. First two are. Um, the good ones, I would say, the last two I've I've heard. Kind of. So the first two we'll do with like the good old Batman movies, and then the last two we'll do with like the George Clooney. That's a good plan, actually. I like that. Right. <laughs> uh, but yes, Richard Donner passed away this past week, as mm-hmm. did Robert Downey Sr. Um, so that's two. That's two kind of bummer news. Um, the only other thing that I saw that I. Um, kind of thought was like this interesting is that did you hear that they're making so they're making a Batgirl movie yes uh, that is going direct to HBO Max is it going to have the canon scene oh my god no uh, wait what the Batgirl ca- oh I'm thinking of Catwoman aren't I although hold on a second for those of you who don't know there's this big this been, been this big controversy with who else but Warner Brothers and Zack Snyder um well, it was outside of just them and Zack Snyder yes. because the writers of Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn wanted to include a uh, a scene in Harley Quinn that was uh, Catwoman and Batman. I think it was Catwoman and Batman. It was Batman. This is going to get a little PG thirteen. If we have any young listeners, I don't know if that matters. We've dropped that bombs on this show before. Showing some love. Last week I said fat puss. So what do you? <laughs> <laughs> well, at this point, what's the matter of Batman? Uh, being a generous lover to mm-hmm. Catwoman and Warner Brothers or D was it DC or Warner Brothers? I think it was Warner Brothers came out and was like, no, can't do that because heroes don't do that. That's what that's like their quote was heroes yeah. don't do that. Yeah. And so Zack Snyder put out a, uh, a, a picture of Batman doing that, doing that on Catwoman and said, Canon. Canon. <laughs> um, but also what people f- forget, speaking of Batgirl is that they did an animated series of uh, the killing joke. Right. Which, if you haven't read that book, anybody, it's one of the best Batman books ever. Go, go read it. And weirdly enough, they threw in this weird Batman Batgirl sex scene, which wasn't in the comic book. 
and it was just like no no one liked it. it was, was this a, a children's show? No, it, it was it was rated R. Okay, but okay. but it was just like why is this like none of this? Yeah, why is this here? She's been linked romantically to Dick Grayson in the comic books, uh, Nightwing, but it was just weird. It was mm-hmm. weird. So that has had that has happened with with Batgirl, but. Batgirl's being made. The movie is going to HBO Max. People are less than happy because they are recasting Commissioner Gordon. Who's going to play Commish? So, Kamishka. This once again brings up the question of is this in the DCEU? Who gives a shit? (laughs) Who cares? Uh, But that's happening. Um, uh, One of the things that I have this week uh, Space Jam 2 is getting a video game. Is it really? I didn't hear that. Yeah. Space Jam 2 is getting a uh, video game. Space Jam 2 comes out soon. Very soon. You know what else comes out very soon? Is the Suicide Squad. I keep forgetting that that comes out really soon. Mm -hmm. Was it like... It's like a month, maybe. Maybe like right at a month. Okay. Um, But other than that, last thing is that... uh, Spoilers ahead, sort of. I won't go into detail, but man, Loki's great. Is it? Loki's a great show. I really, really enjoyed it. Better than the other two, or... I think so, so far. Okay. Um, it's just, I just, yeah, I think it's really good. It's Episode great. five was, was, was really good. They're leaning into the weird stuff, which I think is cool. Um, I'm all for it. Cool. Uh, but I'll tie the this movie back into some of the shows mm-hmm. because of the post-credit scene. What am I behind on? I haven't seen, you haven't? <clears throat> so do I just need to, I don't need to watch all that, like, all those Shield shows, do I? I've never seen any of that. Okay, and I've never seen any. I've watched. Have you seen any, like the Peggy Carter stuff? I've watched one Netflix show. I watched Jessica Jones. Who is that? And all <laughs> they do is they'll. What is that about? They'll mention the Avengers. That's literally it. Okay, but there are people who have watched. Like there are some Netflix series, which was. Um, I've, I've I, I want to say Agent Carter is just like a short series, but it's, which is it's kind of self-contained because it takes place in the. 50s, I think, whatever. Mm-hmm. But there's. Hit. Do you see like Joe Biden, uh, Captain America in the background? Probably. <laughs> anyway, there's Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Daredevil, the Punisher. Okay, but are, are and like. Iron Fist. Are Those are all technically MCU they're canon. They're canon? I think. Why they, were they not in any, any of the bigger movies? Well, here's the thing the guy who played Jarvis in one of the shows. Mm-hmm. Was in Endgame. I thought and Jarvis' it was voice huge, was. Uh, uh, it was, but he was based off of like a butler that they had when he was a kid. And okay, so I but think the voice must, is, is Vision, right? Yeah, it must have been. I can't think of his name for some reason. Um, I can't either. I can see his face. <laughs> I can see his face too. And the name. Anyway, do you want to hear the name that's popping up in my head? <laughs> Tell me. Just Beavis. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I'm I can see sorry. His face. Anyway, I, uh, it, it must have been an Agent Carter, but. That was a big mm-hmm. deal because it was the first time that a, that a Netflix show yeah had made a made an appearance in um, a movie. Though, so I I don't know if they're canon anymore. They were, but they've sort of been like sidestepped. And then you got like Agents of Shield. Did we talk about that? Yeah, one? That, that was one, like a bigger one, right? That one I don't I don't know. That one was on TV. I've never seen any of that. But okay. the rumor is that apparently Daredevil, which apparently Daredevil was amazing. I haven't seen it. Daredevil is apparently getting is going to appear in the She Hulk series. Apparently, okay. So, and apparently uh, Punisher's really good. The dude, I forget his name, John Berth, something or other, he played Shane in Walking Dead. He's, he's, he's Punisher. Okay. I've heard that they're very good. 
Um, so I don't know. I haven't seen any of those though. Uh, so the 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 new ones that you'd have to watch are WandaVision, WandaVision, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, yeah, and which Loki. Uh, we'll get to this, but Falcon and the Winter Soldier had a character that showed up at the end of yeah. Black Widow. That I mean, I was like, oh, she's from uh, Seinfeld. Seinfeld, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so those, and they've all been really good. I think I've enjoyed Luke. I. I've enjoyed all of them. Mm-hmm. I I think the finales of Falcon Winter Soldier and WandaVision have been were a little lackluster. Right. And the last episode of Loki comes out this coming week. Um so we'll see. But so far I've really enjoyed it. I think spoilers for you, sorry. The woman I forget her name who plays Lady Loki has been great. Um a lot of the different Lokis are really cool. There's a Lady Loki? No, I'm just kidding. I I've there's seen a, There's a ton of Lokis. I've and seen then, tons of stuff on Twitter. Richard so. E. Grant or whatever plays classic Loki. In mm-hmm. this ridiculous costume, and it's awesome. So it's cool. Um, but yeah, so that's happening. What else? Here's one little random thing that I saw today, which is this. This is just funny to me. Uh, Black uh, Black Adam. The Rock has been very. He's always very vocal about Black Adam and mm-hmm. on Instagram and stuff, which I think is cool. He's the the man's massive. It's crazy how in shape he is. But he said something. He talks about Black Adam and this crazy picture of him, who's you know his veins are. It's ridiculous. It's like a Hugh Jackman Wolverine, where it's like, not only is he massive, but I'm sure he's dehydrated himself on purpose to have every vein in his body pop out. Okay. But he's 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 always said something at the end of all of his Black Adam posts. He says, "The power hierarchy in the DC universe is about to change." What he always says, and he's called out Henry Cavill like he's been like, "I want to fight," you know, all this stuff. But in this one, he said. He's the most powerful uh, being in any in any capitalized any DC or end game universe. End game universe. So I just think it's did, did he not know what the Marvel? No, but I think he probably universe? couldn't legally say that. Oh, okay. So I think it's hilarious that he's not so subtly calling out Marvel. I just thought it was funny. Good for him. Speaking of the Rock. Are you excited for Jungle Train? Jungle Cruise. Jungle Jungle Cruise. Cruise. I don't know why I thought it was a a train. You know what's funny is that that looked a little more intense than I thought it was going to be. See, to me, it it looks ridiculous. It looked really cheesy. Oh, yeah. Um, But uh, but that's a Disney movie, and that's, you know, he can act in anything. Uh, Jungle Cruise. I know my my voice coach, uh, Mama Jan Smith, shout out, Mama Jan, uh, worked with him for whatever reason on that, or was like on set with him for something because it's a picture of her and him and that. He's in that captain's outfit. Really? So, hmm. yeah, those films filmed here. But, um, yeah, anyway. Cool. That's my shindig, I think. I think I've got any more. Zach, do you have any shindigs this week? No. No? No. I think no. it's time for... All right. Well, hold on a second. That was Zach's shindig. He didn't have any because we didn't mess up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whiskey shots. Whiskey shots. Okay. So, we have our shots of whiskey. Handy, I think we can just break them down into sips so we don't get drunk because you have to drive home. <laughs> but we do have some whiskey shots because last week she was a little brat. <laughs> she pissed me off. What happened? Well, oh, are you talking about like while we were recording? While, yeah, while while we were recording, she was clawing at the the closet door. Okay, take a sip. Take a sip. Hold on. Okay, I have four. All right, here we go. Sip. <sighs> it's warm. Yeah, it's warm. During mm-hmm. the movie in a minute, she was so loud that I tried to get up and I knocked oh, yeah. over the microphone yep. or something. 
you just distracted me, and I was like, yep. can we stop? Take a sip. I don't like it when it's warm. Me neither. <laughs> Three. During recording, she was laying on a TJ Maxx bag and chewing on the tag. Mm-hmm. Take a sip. It was uh, Terry's blouse. Mm. That's right. It wasn't a bag. It was a shirt. It was a shirt. And three, no, four, last one, as you pointed out, she didn't help clean up. <laughs> she didn't help clean up. She never does. As soon as we're done, we had to break down all the stuff because this is not a permanent residence, obviously. Mm-hmm. And every time, she bails. She just runs off. So she didn't help. She causes up. havoc, and <laughs> in, in what she's our manager. Like yes. what? Did, what does she do for <laughs> she's this our podcast? Boss and she doesn't do anything. What does she do for she's, this? Podcast? She's the face of it. Where is she right now? She's probably un- under the bed. She she knows she's laying low. She knows how we're mad. She's on the hot seat. All right, let's finish it off. Here we go. Okay. How did we used we're, to? We're old. We used to drink warm whiskey like a lot. Yeah. I don't like to do that. All right, theme song is out. Whiskey shots. Ugh. Whiskey shots. Gross. Does whatever a whiskey cat does, yeah. but hides <laughs> when it's time to be accountable. <laughs> Accountability. All right. You know what's Ray Fisher. You know what it's time for? What's, Accountab- it, what's it time for? It's like. What did he say? He says accountability over entertainment. I want one of his Borg Not entertainment. Shirts. Isn't it something else? It's A over E. Oh, okay. Or no, it's, 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 it's a greater than. Okay, yeah. Did you hear? Sorry, this is actually, this should be back in my news, Shindig. There's a rumor that he is being eyed for a film by Chris Wait. Nolan. Yeah, I did hear that. That'd be tight. That would be, that'd that'd be, be awesome. That'd be tight. I'd love that for him. Tight, tight, tight. All right, cool. You know what time it is? It is time for our patented award-winning... in a minute. I wasn't done. <laughs> Sorry, Danny. Award-winning. Patented, award-winning, one-of-a-kind creation. Yes. What is it, Hunter? Movie in a minute, yeah. Movie in a minute, yeah. Movie in a minute, yeah. Movie in a minute, If you yeah. want to talk about a movie... But you only got 60 seconds. Yeah. You got to listen to a movie in a minute. Movie in a minute. You know where you are. <laughs> where, where are You're you? in the movie in a minute, <laughs> baby. You're going to die. <laughs> You're not going to die. Movie in a minute. <laughs> movie in a minute. All right. Is it my turn? <clears throat> it is your turn. All right. Cool. Will you give me a. Countdown, please. Beep. Spoilers ahead. Spoilers ahead. Watch out. <laughs> there are spoilers ahead. Beep. Okay, cool. Good to know. Let me sure get my, my... My phone is not on airplane mode. I'm so sorry. <gasps> I don't think mine is either. Gasp. If y'all can hear little boop, 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 boop noises, it's our technology. Yeah, All right, let's see if I can do this. We saw it last technology. night. It was late. We'll see. Not if I've forgotten the whole thing already. As much as you, you see, but I still love technology. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one, go. Okay, we open up in 1995. We see Natasha and I forgot their names. Yelena 
mm-hmm. their sisters, they're young, they're kids, and they see their parents, uh, Alexei and then Melina. Uh, but we find out quickly that they are Russian spies and they have to escape from the U.S. because uh, the Red Guardian, the dad, has stolen something. So they escape. Fast forward to 2016. Uh, Black Widow's on the run because she broke the Sokovia Accords. This takes place after Civil War. Uh, she's in hiding, but then she's blown up by the Taskmaster because in somewhere Budapest, uh, Yelena is, breaks free of her mind control, so she sends a thing of serums to, to Black Widow. She recruits her old family. Uh, Red Guardian's back. Melina's back. They go find the Red Room to find uh, Drokov, and they blow up this giant floating space station thing, and then in the fight, uh, they free all the Black Widows. They fall to the Earth or something, somehow survive, and then uh, she escapes and she's blonde. She's going to go find the rest of the Avengers. That's yeah, that was spot on. That was one minute. Perfect. All right. Um, should have said this before movie in a minute, but spoilers. <laughs> 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 Maybe I'll place this. Oh, I'll like no. I'll edit this in. I'll edit this in before. We'll edit in another thing because this is gold. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll leave this. But I'll leave. I'll edit in. <laughs> Uh, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Mm-hmm. Let me do what a take so I can edit it. Okay, ready? So, quiet. <clears throat> All right. So, let's dive in. Um, first thoughts. Give me a, just because, uh, this is a little different for us. This is the first time, one, it's our first Marvel movie. First, that we've re- first reviewed. First Marvel movie. Yeah. First Marvel movie. <laughs> that's, not too fast. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what I I'm was. I'm sweating. This whiskey's <laughs> getting to me. <laughs> oh. This is the first Marvel movie that we are reviewing. Yes. This is not the first Marvel movie that we have seen. Oh, no. God, no. <laughs> it's uh, my first it's, time. I'm a little <laughs> nervous. <laughs> this is the, but it's a good podcast. First Marvel movie mm-hmm. review. Also, the first time uh, as far as a new release that we've done a next day review. So this is exciting for us. Did um, we not do a next day review of Zack Snyder's Justice League? Just kidding. <laughs> I think it's because it's in theaters. It's like a. It's okay. like it's more in my brain. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I, I had you. to watch. No, I watched uh, the Snyder Cut over like three nights because it was so long. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. It was like that weekend. It came out on like a Thursday. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Doesn't it was, matter. It was definitely. It the matters night, not. The it doesn't matter. Um. So uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway. Sorry. Um. We're gonna. Dive in in depth, but first, I just want to get a first initial reaction. You're walking out of the theater. Um, it's been just under 24 hours, so it's mm-hmm. kind of had time to sit with you. Uh, in a brief statement, what did you think? Did you like it? Did you not like it? How do you feel? Ups and downs. Yeah. I don't want to give a definitive, like, how I felt, because I was I was conflicted walking out of the theater. Yeah. I think the third act was a little shaky. Okay. Personally. Um, but the film... I, the essence of the film, I really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, here's, here's here's what we can do real fast. Okay. For the next five or so minutes, let's do a non-spoiler. Like, just kind of hash it out for a second. Okay. For those of you who like, just want to hear our first initial thoughts. All right, so continue. Sorry, I should have said that before. So, Black Widow's been in the MCU since... 2010? 2010. Iron has, Man 2, I think, is when she made her first debut. Has not had... When she was younger than us, isn't that right. crazy? That is crazy. Has not had a standalone movie up until this point. Yes. This movie is between Civil War and, and Infinity, War. Infinity War. Yes. Correct? Okay. Yep. Based on her look at the end, yeah. Yes. Um, 
Sorry. And this this film this film is about her like coming home mm-hmm. and reuniting with her family. And as far as that plot line went, yeah, I really enjoyed this film. Yes, one hundred percent. Yep. I her. How are we going to do this without spoilers? Well, okay, so I'll <laughs> I'll I'll like bounce off you. So like what you said bounce. first. Uh, <laughs> there's aspects of this movie that I mm-hmm. really 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 loved. The heart of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Wonderful. Yeah. Great. Chef's kiss. Brilliant. In my opinion. Uh, the performances by all the cast. I mm-hmm. thought they all thought it great. It looks great. There's not a lot of wonky shots. There's one that you sent me. There are There's a couple. In in the third act, there Some are Some things get a, a little f- rubbery. A few, there are like in the span of five minutes, and this was something that stuck in my head as we mm-hmm. were leaving the theater. In the span of like five minutes, there were at least four cool guys walk away from explosion shots. You're not lying. I thought that was so weird. At least four. It didn't four. make any sense. We'll get there. Um, but overall, there were some shots at the end where like, it was obvious like the humans looked a little rubbery you know, yeah. when they were moving. But overall, well done. Um, there, was also <laughs> there was also one little thing where, and the same thing happens to uh, Wonder Woman in the in the DC universe, yeah. where it's like sometimes, rather than just like talking normally, she's like, "We have to get to the <laughs> the shoreline." And uh, Black Widow was like, "Don't do it." Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I got uh, you. There was some of that. That too. that whole sequence was kind of the third act is shaky. Um, <laughs> to me, the pacing of this movie was a little weird. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Like. It's sort of if I didn't real like it, it it it's it gets going from the like it's for like boom like you're mm-hmm. well no five minutes in you're like in an action scene yes I didn't realize that that was like all right we're in the driver's seat right but it's sort of like you get like a few minute breaks and then it's like action scene and so it took me a minute to like catch up to that for some reason right um but then it also has and I I don't think this this detracts from the pacing. I do think the pacing is weird in some aspects, Mm -hmm. but you have these like interludes of like relationship centered dialogue, which I thought was great. Is is really great. It's great. And so to me this movie is a like cliche almost to me about what I love and hate about Marvel. Mind you, look, before anybody calls me a DC fanboy because I am, I love Marvel. Me too. I straight yeah. up cried during Endgame in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Tears. Okay. I I own the entire MCU on Blu-ray. I love Marvel. Uh, all of them? All of them. All of them. Every single one. Every single one. You don't own Black Widow on Blu-ray. Not yet. Um, and frankly, I like this movie. He's a liar. I like this movie. He's a ton of But there's lies. things in this movie that I think if they would have gone off Marvel formula, it would have mm-hmm. been exceptionally better. Like the butt shots? There were a lot of butt shots. I didn't expect that. Me neither. From and you know, it's like maybe... When, like when we take into consideration... I, I, I want to speak on this. Give me like two minutes to speak on this, and then you can you can jump back in. Yes. But when you take into consideration um, the reputation that Black Widow has as like the character that has had like those like male gaze shots... Yep, and, and the, the super the, tight... Super tight costume. Suits, that's like uh, that's zipped down to her belly button. Right. Um, and She's the, not practical in a fight. The, inf- <laughs> the infamous Joss Whedon, like, boob fall yep. scene. Yep. That kind of stuff. Which happens in, that, that happens to her in 
Age of Ultron, I think. Yes. Yep. Yes, it does. The whole hide the zucchini right. dialogue. Yes. All that stuff. Yep. I would have thought that in a standalone movie, they would have wanted to stay away from that kind of imagery. Yeah. That being said, uh, the Marvel Formula, universe, yeah. the Marvel studio does not have the relationship, in my opinion, unless it's like a behind-the-scenes thing, that, say, like Warner Brothers that we know that they have where they like mandate certain things being yeah. a movie. So I don't think that these were mandated in there. This movie was uh, directed by a woman, a female, Kate Shortland, Kate Shortland. And I, I assume that these were intentional choices. And so I'm not going to criticize them. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. That there were those butt shots. I didn't expect it. Um, real quick before we, cause there were like three or four before we, uh, Budapest. Well, let me. I'll, I'll, is I'll it finish. pronounced Budapest? I think it is actually technically Budapest. Huh. Which there's a scene in the movie that discusses whether it's Budapest or Budapest. Anyway, to finish my thought, I think when this goes back into the Marvel formula, it suffers for, for it. Budapest. Um, but real quick, before we dive into spoilers, mm-hmm. let's run down this. Uh, who helped this? Who make this happen? As we just said, it was directed by Kate Shortland. Mm-hmm. I don't think I know any of her stuff of her prior work. Let me see her, her, her filmography. While you're doing that, I'll, I'll go into some other names. Yeah. It was produced by this guy. He's an up-and-comer named uh, Kevin Feig. Oh. Have you heard he? of him? I don't think I have. I don't know who that guy is. <clears throat> uh, screenplay by Eric Pearson. Uh, Jack Schaefer and Ned Benson tag-teamed the story. Uh, real quick, I don't know any of her previous work. Cool. But good for her to get this. This movie um, is based on the Marvel, Marvel comics. comics. We've got a killer cast. Scarlett Johansson, of course. Florence Pugue. Don't know how to say her last name. David Harbour. O.T. I don't know how to say that last name. Fegbenle. His full name is Olantunde Olatuje Olaloran Fegbenle. He's from Handmaid's Tale. He's great. Yes. Olga Kirlinko, William Hurt, Ray Winstone, Rachel Wise. Wouldn't it be cool if we like <laughs> looked up how to pronounce these names? Before we probably we, should. Before we went we live, we don't always go through the cast. That was a thing. That's uh, true. Music by Lauren Balfe. Yes. Yes. Uh, DP was Gabriel Berstein. Um, edited by Leigh Folsom Boyd and Matthew Schmidt. Uh, released June 29th. Uh, mm-hmm. This year, world premiere, and then yesterday in the U.S. Runtime is... 134 minutes. Uh, budget was $200 million and it's so far only made $61.9 million. It's, the box office numbers are kind of disappointing. When yes. you, I'm just kidding. It's been like well, two days. No, it's going to be weird because, one, it's been it's been out for a day. Two, it's right. the first major, major film, I would say, since COVID has kind of not ended. For the MCU. Not ended, but it's, since it's, it's been okay to go back to theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also it's available to do, to purchase on Disney Plus, mm-hmm. so that'll play into it. Cool. All right. So now final, we're we're released spoilers. Yep. Final the chastity final, belt is off. Final final warning. Uh, from this point forward, spoilers, 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 spoilers. All right. Cool. So you just scared the shit out of whiskey. That's what she gets for being a pain in the butt last week. Whiskey, come here. Um, let us dive in. Don't so, let him bully you. As we said in the beginning, we we might go linear, we might not. We can kind of jump around. Um, but let's kind of go in, I guess, in brief sections. 
the film opens up in 1995. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see undercover agents um, uh, Alexei Shoskatov, which is the Red Guardian. Yeah. Um, Melina Voskatov, Vostokov, who, mind you, in the comic books is a villain named Iron Maiden. Okay. Uh, but we see young N- Natasha and uh, young Yelena Malova. Doing the backwards, Doing the like crab, 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 crab thing. Um, and I and like she this falls part. and hurts her knee. Yeah, I thought this was good. What'd you and think her mom's like, what are you doing? Russians are tough. Pain she doesn't say that. Pain only makes you stronger. Yeah. Um, what did you think about the prologue, if you will? I mean, it was great. You know, yeah. you could tell that everything was rosy and it wasn't going to stay that way. Because we know from like the little bits and pieces that we've gotten from... Black Widow in the other MCU movies yep. that she's had a troubled past. Yep. Right? Yep. Has led her to where she is. So we got a, a, a glimpse into the rosy, you know, and, and she had been to Russia. She had been trained already. Right. So, well, because sorry. one, she like pulled the gun from that guard and was yep. like really well versed in how to handle it. But two, she said, I don't want to go back. Yep. Like I've been there. Uh, don't don't make Yelena go either. Yeah, there's there's one she's line. Only six. She's only six, and then Red Guardian says, "And you were younger when you yeah, went." Yeah, the first time. Um, did, did you know that young Natasha is uh, played by Mila Djokovic's daughter? I did from, not. From the Red Dead Redemption. Uh, we're not Red Dead. Oh my god! I What's was it like, <laughs> "What's it called?" <laughs> like, Resident what? Evil Red Dead Redemption. That's a great game, though. Great game. Uh, one shot has a lot to be apparently, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. So I think it's interesting. There's a, I think the best part of this uh, sequence is when they're driving away, mm-hmm. and I mean that in the sense of the best parts of this film to me. When American Pie is playing is on the when radio, it's, is when it's focusing on uh, Black Widow's like family ha- dynamic, heart and like psyche, and when she's when they're driving away. Yelena, who's six and probably doesn't realize mm-hmm. really what's happening, um, asks to play like play my favorite song, and it's "American Pie" by Don McLean, which is famously one of the most like cryptic songs lyrically. Um, but it's usually considered to be about there's a, a day when the music died, when, which is a plane crash that killed Buddy Holly amongst other mm-hmm. early rock and roll stars. But also like sort of the the death of the of like innocence right? and like the American culture of like that was coming to age at the time. And I think it's interesting when she's, when they're driving away, she passes like almost cliched American youth. Got the soccer field. Staple. going on. Well, it was a football game. Oh, was it a football game? It was like a high school football My game, bad. which I'm, I'm saying like, but we grew up in the South too. And that's like Friday nights. Yeah. Friday and Saturdays in the Friday fall. Friday night lights. Are like sunshine. Yeah. Like our, you know, football, school football teams are playing. We Get went those fried Oreos. At we the went stadium. to many high school football games <laughs> back in our day. Um, and then, you know, like if you're from the Southeast, good Lord, college football is massive. So, like mm-hmm. these, and then there's this lit up bridge with the American flag and like mm-hmm. all these things. And you can see uh, she's like longing for like a normal childhood, which she's already sort of lost at this point because yeah. she was sent to the Red Room. But I think it's really. It's interesting, you know, to 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 see that part of her where she had this brief period because it was like what three years, I think, is what they said they were in 
in Ohio. I don't know. I think it was three years that they were there, and she, you know, like was leaving, and obviously wanted this normal life. Right. Um, but we fast forward. They find this plane. We see the first glimpse of Red Guardian super soldier strength. Where and he, he flips, like flips the, flips the dumpster over, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's able to hang on to the wing. Yeah, and they're tra- they fight off some shield tanks or whatever, um, and they fight Russia. Yeah. And the well, they fight a Cuba. Cuba, that's right. And he delivers some intel to Drakov. You see uh, 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 Drakov coming out in his tracksuit, and I was he's like, like, oh, this is the Russian bad guy. Yeah, he's in the tracksuit. Yeah, he's got the, the, the sunglasses and the mustache. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, the um, soldiers take Yelena and Natasha. So we know that Alexei was undercover yep. in the United States to steal some sort of intel. He has like a floppy disk. Yep. 90s baby. Um, do we... Was that the algorithm to control women? <laughs> what? Yes. Is that so, is that what was stolen? So, okay. So, I... Brief side note. I'm, I, I've, I've already remembered why I don't like going through the movie plot. Like, <laughs> because it gets frustrating. Mm-hmm. So, let's talk about that. The biggest... There's a... Uh, the linchpin of this movie, and this one actually, this there's, this one doesn't bug me as much, but the and we fast forward to modern day. Well, no, to 2016. Let's center ourselves and just go in a direction. Sorry, <laughs> you're like whoa, whoa. So we're in 2016. Yeah, and Black Widow's on the run from Thunderbolt Ross. Yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. She's in hiding. We know that. She's on a boat in Norway. But we meet adult Yelena, right? Who is tracking down. Oh well, you know their target, whatever. Mm-hmm. Turns out this target is a, is a widow who is, has defected. Is like an ex-widow, right? Um, and in her dying movement, I guess she releases this serum mm-hmm. that red smoke. Yeah, it's red smoke, and it lands on Yelena, and she's all of a sudden like, "Oh no, what have I done?" You know, I know you. You know, blah blah. Rips a chip out of her leg. Yeah, it's just gross. Um, but we find out that. The modern-day Black Widows are quite literally mind-controlled. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not like by something. It's not like training. Yeah, it's not that, like Winter Soldier, where he's right. like conditioned. Right. This is. It's like legitimate. You can you can make them poop their pants by hitting a button on yes. a tablet if you wanted yeah. to. And it's kind of odd, which we get this explanation later. But can you imagine <laughs> control of like a million, <laughs> a million widows? And it's just, and just like, pants. <laughs> everybody poops their pants <laughs> at once. Oh no! But we see it really in play when mm-hmm. uh, Nat um, goes and finds Yelena, right? And they're trying to escape from this black widow in Budapest. In Budapest, who falls and breaks her leg, and it's. Gross, by the way. Yeah, her leg is sticking um, out. Like I have a comment a, on that in a second. In a well, strange direction. I'll, I'll go and make it now. This movie, to me, and I think this is good for Marvel, but is more violent. Had more grown up. Uh, had more adult violence yeah. than other Marvel films. I'm not saying Marvel yeah. movies should. I'm just saying like they're taking different steps. Right. Because you see some bones crunching in this movie, and it yes. is nasty. Yeah. You see her wrist get demolished. You see a chick slam her head against a table to sever a nerve in her brain. And it's gross. Uh, and then this woman who falls from this uh, 
like tower has a severely broken leg and it's mm. like her ankle her legs the, her shin down is facing the wrong direction yeah but it's important because she's no longer viable if you will as an asset to Drakoff. so he makes her kill herself is what she talking mm-hmm. so Natalie Natalie Nat and Elena watch this widow who's laying there take out her whatever they're called the widow's sting sting or whatever and this part didn't really make sense to me. Why? Because what what happens is she takes out this thing and she's like pointing at her head, and then and she, she goes, says, "I don't want to do this." Right? I don't want to do this. He's making me do this. But like none of the other ones have ever, and for the rest of this movie, they're never like, "I don't want to do this. I don't want to hurt you." Like yeah. they never say anything like That's that. True. It's just that one chick says it at that one point in time. So I wonder. Which was weird to me. I wonder if like. Do you think the chip got messed up when she fell? Maybe, but I'm thinking like if they are pursuing their quote unquote targets, mm-hmm. they don't think about it in the sense of like, this is bad. But if it's like kill yourself, yeah, maybe, maybe it's like I don't want to do that. Maybe, but she does. She shoots herself in the head with some sort of lightning wrist. Yeah. So we learn that's the linchpin of the like plot. Essentially, is that. Drakoff Drakoff can literally mind control make them poop their pants yeah which is okay main plot point like I'm not crazy about that but okay yeah right and the red serum which uh, Yelena discovers in Budapest yep and then sends through that like smuggler guy whose name I can't remember Uh, if he was even named Rick Mason I would have never known that yeah, so Rick Mason, the sm- the smuggler Which is friend, Natasha's like contact, if you will, mm-hmm. gets her stuff. Yeah, uh, to n- to Natasha so that she can give it to the Avengers. Little does Yelena know that the Sokovia Accords have been signed, yep. and like the Avengers broke up. The Avengers broke up, like the and, Beatles, and <laughs> <laughs> like the Beatles, <laughs> and uh, Captain America and Iron Man aren't friends right now. Yep, and all this stuff's going on, right? Yep. So um, it's not that easy. It's not that simple. It's <laughs> what do you want? Um, but then we're introduced to uh, Taskmaster. Mm-hmm. Did did you like the portrayal of Taskmaster in this? Because it's a very different origin than in the comic books. I'll be one hundred percent transparent. I've I don't know who Taskmaster is. I thought Taskmaster was fine. Um, but I can't. I don't have a benchmark to compare it to. Okay. Uh, what did you think? Since so you do have a benchmark, real quick, briefly. I don't know a ton about him, but I know that Taskmaster is actually Tony Masters in the comic books. Okay, who, this was not Tony Masters. No, who was like I want to say it was like a Shield or I want to say a Shield agent mm-hmm. or maybe just defective, whatever. Like he ends up training U.S. agent uh, in some things. Oh, okay. Um, but his shtick, if you will, is that he has a photographic memory. Okay. Uh, and so he can perfectly mimic um, the moves of other people. Well, that's just like this Taskmaster. Which is true in this one. Which is uh, Antonio Drakov, which is Drakov's daughter. Antonio. So they, they kept, they sort of kept Did I say Tony. Antonio or did I say Antonio? It's Antonio. It's Antonia. <laughs> Antonia. So the big twist of this film is that Taskmaster, who in the sense of that Miyamo is, is the actual is accurate where they can copy uh, uh which we see a lot of Sindra moves. They mm-hmm. she does the 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 
kickflip just like Black Widow does. Yes. Um, does the claws like Black Panther. Yes. Has the shield like Cap. Does the little stomp catch thing. Mm-hmm. Bow and arrow like Hawkeye. Um, there's one cool sequence where they first meet where she Black Widow does her signature like wraps her legs around the head and like slingshot, but right. then gets it done right back to her. Right. You know, which is kind of clever. Um, but it's revealed to be Drakeoff's daughter. Which I have questions. This is where okay. my questions Let's begin. dive in. We can just go wherever we want from here on out. So when we know that when Natasha was defecting yes. from the widow the red room, whatever, her final task was to kill Drakeoff. Mm-hmm. She knows that Drakeoff is in this building and the way that she like validates that is because Drakeoff's daughter at the time was a young a young a, a young, young girl. school girl. Yep. Uh is in the room like talking to somebody who yep. we assume is Drakeoff. That entire building is like obliterated. Yeah. And they both survive. What how? Don't know. But also we also learned that do you remember back in Avengers? Um mm-hmm. and in Endgame where like but at first first is teased in, in uh, 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 Avengers where Black Widow and Hawkeye will say like this is like Budapest all over again and he's like we remember Budapest very differently mm-hmm. and there's all these things about Budapest like when they're flying to space Hawkeye says we're a long way from Budapest we learned that their mission in Budapest was to kill Drakeoff mm-hmm. that was their there's little teasers in this like when she has her little fight with Yelena y- Yelena says like what kind of bullets make those holes and Not bullets, she says arrows. arrows, which is Hawkeye. And then they're mm-hmm. in hiding from Taskmaster. They're in the vent, and this. And she says, "Me and Clint had hid out here for two days." And you see right. like tic tac toe and stuff on the wall. So we learned that that's that's the mission that they talked about in Budapest was to right. kill Drakeoff. But we see the, I don't the know explosion how happen. they survive because we see later that Taskmaster Antonia is horribly scarred. Yeah, Drakeoff is not. He's perfectly fine. So he must have just not been there. Right. You would think. All that's changed of him is that he doesn't have a mustache. I have a parallel complaint that's not going to come up until we get to the end. Okay. We want to talk about that now, but we might want to talk about it later. Go for it. Bring it up. No, I think we should talk about it later. Okay, that's fine. Because it's in the crazy third chapter okay, of cool. this Um But uh, I liked how Taskmaster was portrayed in this, at least. Sure. Um, it's a lot more tech-based where like you can see like they have, she has a, sort of like a heads-up display like Ironwood that's calculating, mm-hmm. you know, like the moves of the person. Um, she's goal-oriented, yeah. which is great. I think, I think, I just think, you know, she's very Terminator. Yeah. I got that vibe. She's very like... I like, like the, said, the hood. Yeah, just... <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it looks great. That, yeah. She looks great. I don't know but, what to comment on. Well, no, but there's <laughs> there's even the scene like where they're running away from her on the motorcycle and she has the tank, mm-hmm. which is very much like the, uh, I think it's like Terminator 2 chase scene. Right. Um, so it definitely pays homage to a lot of Terminator stuff, which I think is cool. It's done well. Um, but it, yes, it is revealed to be uh, Dragon's Daughter. But also, I didn't realize this and I remember, I kept trying to think about it during the movie. I was like, where have I heard this before? Did you realize that in Avengers 1, 2012, okay, there's that scene where Black Widow goes to interrogate Loki, mm-hmm. and he's in that weird glass chamber or whatever? Right. And uh, 
he's like trying to play mind games and he's like, you know, you can never change. You're still that killer, blah, 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 yeah, yeah. And she says something the like... Verbatim. Yeah, exactly. And she says like, I've got red in my ledger and, and I want to wipe it out. And yeah. Loki says, but can you wipe out that much red? And then says, Dreykov's daughter. Uh-huh. So for literally nine years, I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> I thought... Is she Dracoff's daughter? Right. Like I was thinking, like he was calling her Dracoff's daughter. Right. Which, in a sense, maybe he he, he is because he even says like I've raised these widow like these girls. So right. I get it. But it turns out no, Dracoff's daughter was actually collateral damage to her defection from the red room. But that red has been wiped out because she didn't actually die. She's fine. True. Perfectly fine. Anyway, not a blemish. Nothing. It's perfectly clean. Mm -hmm. Um, Real quick, I want to talk about some stuff that I really, really liked, and we can dive into this, and then we can get into the stuff that's like, well, okay. I really liked... Well, you can go. Well, I was going to say the the family stuff. I really liked Yelena's character. Yeah. Now, I I know that, or I assume, that she's being set up for a, a bigger role. Yes, which we'll get to. Okay. Well, no, she is. She is. <laughs> Unless you want to talk about the post-credit scene now. No, I don't. I, that's not what I was going to say. But she is. She is. Being but her up. her character development in this movie, I thought, was really well done. Yeah. Um, Did you like Red Guardian? Not as much. I thought he was, he was fine. Yeah. But he, he was kind of annoying, in my opinion. He was really self-absorbed. Oh, yeah. And there was just such a, a, a stark difference. So uh, we assume that... He's on this undercover mission. He gets the floppy disk. He gives it to Drakov. And the next thing you know, his daughters are thrown into those like storage containers and he's sent to prison. Is that accurate? Essentially, yeah. Like, like, And he's just so different from 1995 to 2016. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he was like, the, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, he... He's annoying. He like has to make up <laughs> his glory days because he was. He right. even says he was. He was. He was thrown in prison. Right. Um, but I liked him for the most part. I think he was, he was good, kind of like uh, humor thrown whiskey. I'm sorry, good humor mm-hmm. at, at times. Um, I didn't really love Melina, the the mom, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, but I liked when they were all together. I okay. think my one of my favorite, if not my my favorite scenes in the whole film, was when they were all sitting at the table. Um, the second time? The second time. At uh, Melinda's house when yes. she called the red room on them? Yep, that's true. Um, because you really get to get inside like the inner workings of their relationship and their emotions and what drives them. Mm-hmm. Um, and how, you know, Black Widow is so like, this is all fake, like you're not my family, but to Yolanda, she like breaks down and is like, but it was real to me. Like you are, like you are my mother. Um, right. I thought those scenes were great. And I personally, I think I would have liked to have seen more of that. Mm-hmm. Whereas in reality, it, it ends again with this massive CGI third act. I think the third act would have been fine if it <laughs> if it was done differently. Exactly. Personally. Like I would have rather this stayed closer to home. You know what I mean? I would have rather there been less explosion. That's what I'm saying. I think no. we're going in different directions here. <laughs> okay. Le- fair. Less pheromones and less explosions. Oh my god! The I think it would have been. The pheromones I think it where been it was like, "What is happening?" That was weird. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that. But I just think, like, 
as with, with any film for me, the yeah. relationship stuff I really, really loved. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think that makes that's what's I liked their their uh it was it was just Nat and Yelena when they were in were they still in Budapest when they were at that like gas station place? We should make fun of her for doing the hero landing, the posing, yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like she asked, like, do you ever wonder about your parents or whatever? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I imagine you live in the Midwest with your husband who's a car salesman and you have two kids or something ridiculous, you know? Right. Um, which we find out later that. She wears the vest. Nat's, I know that's not what you were talking about. No, Nat's mom. <laughs> uh, sought her out, tried to find her, but was killed by the Red Room. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, and then these little moments that I think are great where Yelena's like riding the car and she's like, this is the first thing I ever bought for myself and it's this vest, mm-hmm. uh, which Nat kind of gives her a hard time for, but goes on to say like, I've never had control over my own life. Right. And now I do. Um, so those things I think are, 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 are good moments. They are good moments. Your turn. No, and my favorite part of the film was uh, Elena and Nat's relationship, the family yeah. dynamic, like you're talking about. Those were the th- those were the the bright spots in the film for yeah, me. For sure, the the choreography and the fighting was also really great. Yeah, let. So like the prison fight scene was cool. Let us say like there, the third act is a little bit kind of separated. Yeah, which I think it's cool, to an extent. Prior to there's a lot of great action, mm-hmm. really really good stuff. Uh, the the prison break where they break Red Guardian out of prison is really, really is awesome I think yeah um I cut you off I'm sorry I think it kind of sucks that that av- avalanche is gonna is that gonna like kill all, all of them I or? don't know because they went back inside well they went They're inside gonna be trapped, wouldn't they though. be like buried under the snow like how are you gonna get out I don't know you're in like the middle of nowhere Russia I don't know it sucks for it them. sucks whiskey what is happening. She is going crazy. Little kid in the background going She's crazy. You're biting your own tail. Um, so, yes. Do you want to dive in? I mean, we've, we're, we've glossed over a lot, but what other things work? We have the relationships and then the action. Um, I think as far as, like, standalone performances. Yeah. All of the characters did a really great job. Yeah. Like, like I, I said, Alexi's annoying, right? Red Guardian's annoying, but he, I mean, he's meant to be. David like he's, did a good job. He's not, at, at certain points in the film, he's trying, but he's, like, not being the best father because he's, like, do they talk about me? Does, did Captain America ever yeah. ask about me or anything yeah. like that, you know? There's there's those scenes where, like, Yelena's, like, you're too busy being Crimson Dynamo to care about us. And then it's quiet, and he goes, actually, it's it's Red, Red Guardian, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is that's what you're talking about. Like, she's right. like, screw off, dude. Um, I there's a scene where Melina is demonstrating the uh, the mind control stuff, mm-hmm. which she she explains quickly how they built it, and it's like the stuff that they got when they were in Ohio, they combined it with the Winter Soldier program to somehow map out the brain, whatever. Don't know, but she. Tests out on tests, tests it out on pigs, mm-hmm. and there's a scene where she's showing them how she can control this pig by making it stop breathing. And she says, "For example, we can make it stop breathing." And this pig stops breathing, and I my anxiety skyrocketed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, "Oh God, no!" I thought Nicolas Cage <laughs> was gonna bust in there. 
Oh, yeah, because he's in that pig movie, which looks super intense. Really good, super in intense. my opinion. It's a truffle pig. It's not Real, just any pig. Real quick. The pig doesn't die; it lives. But mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, I was like, oh no! I started sweating. I was like, you started sweating. I was like, did you really? Because because she's just talking so like nonchalantly. I'm mm-hmm. like, the pig's not breathing. The pig's not breathing. Stop it! And she's like, don't worry. He could have survived for eleven more seconds. Yeah. I'm like, you're messed up, woman. <laughs> like she is messed up, and she's been conditioned that way. Which here's the thing: people don't realize like she's interesting because. She's a villain in the comic books. Right. And like she Technically she's a villain. Yeah, she helps make this and she's proud right. of it. And Alexi also helps make this. Let's not gloss over that fact. Yes, true. Uh, Alexi wants to bring down Drokov just because he threw him in prison. Right. Not because he's like changed changed yeah. his mind. Right. It's it's because they, he has beef. Yeah. But Melina is like, no, I'm like, I helped build this. This is my this is my work. I'm proud of this. Mm-hmm. All this kind of stuff. And it's kind of messed up. Also, I have a comment later about Something that happens in the third act where I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Should we get into the third act? Okay. So, meeting at the house happens with the pig and the family dynamic and, and Yelena's in, in the back room with Alexi and they're, yep. you know, trying to mend. Melina, uh, Melina says that I called the red room. Right. Yada, yada, yada. They're captured. Mm-hmm. Cut to... They're flying to the giant fortress in the sky. <laughs> yes. Which is hidden in a cloud, but doesn't pop up on satellite imaging or anything like that. You know? So, yeah, here's the thing. She even says to Red Guardian, she's like, you wonder why, or like wonder how he stayed above the radar this whole time. And it's like... Is that how radar works? Okay. <laughs> but like... Once it gets to a certain altitude, isn't that what pops up on like... like I don't know. Like the FAA's radar? I don't know. And like the Navy and stuff? Someone would have seen it. Somebody would have seen that that giant fortress. You can't hide it in a cloud. This isn't Cloud City. Clouds also move, right, and evaporate. So that's a little odd. Where like there's this giant floating fortress that Mm -hmm. no one's mentioned. Mind you, Sokovia just flew out of the sky, right, in Age of Ultron. Uh, Aliens came out of a black hole in New York in 2012. Mm -hmm. Um, they just brought down a bunch of other flying fortresses in Winter Soldier. So maybe it's normalized? Is that so what you're saying? Maybe. I don't know. So like, And it's We're not like, like oh, it's oh, part cool. of Is S.H.I.E.L.D. Is that Tony Stark's uh, like That's the thing, like, winter home? Before, when Hydra was running S.H.I.E.L.D. in Winter mm-hmm. Soldier, like that could have been like, oh, it's just part of S.H.I.E.L.D. But it's not. Right. Like someone would have noticed this giant fortress floating in the air. Right. Um, but there's a scene that's interrogation between Melina and... Uh, Drakeoff revealed to be Black Widow, mm-hmm. which they retroactively showed this like plan that Melina sort of had apparently to bring down the Red Room. She was going to go in a room and push a couple buttons. That right? doesn't make a lot of sense. Right. All right. Can I lay this out for you real quick? Yeah, lay it. Lay these bricks. So the plan apparently was to switch places with Black Widow. Mm hmm. She would, I guess, kill Drakeoff, right? They had the mask technology, yep. but they also found time to dye their hair really quickly. There's or wigs. Remember he like pulled Oh, it off. Uh, I guess they did have and wigs. And apparently, I... God bless him. One second, my computer's about to die. God bless him. Um, there's this wonderful YouTube channel that I always like to shout out called New Rockstars, and uh, this guy named Eric Voss does these breakdown videos. 
Um, and they're awesome. They're super detailed. And he released his one for Black Widow today, and I watched it in preparation for this, so we get like a new feel for it. Mm-hmm. And there's scenes, frames in the house where you can see the masks and a brown and a red wig. Yeah, it's convenient, but it's it, there. A little convenient. And then later, when Yelena comes out of the room after Red Guardian is tranked by like a thousand darts, mm-hmm. she passes past that, and the mask and the wigs are gone. Great Con- continuity. I didn't notice those things in the movie theater, so I didn't. I didn't catch that. But it's wigs. So the plan is to have Drakoff kill. Uh, is to have him be killed by Black Widow, and Melina would go down to this one room, press some buttons, and just turn it all off. Turn it off, and the ship would land while Yelena uh, f- essentially freed the, the minds the widows. of the, of the uh, yes, of the widows. But and there's a comment when M- Melina helps Red Guardian trap Taskmaster in. The jail cell, right? In that mm-hmm. cell, I guess what's called. Where she says, I think someone says, like, how will this hold him or so? I don't know. And she says, yes, I, uh, like, I designed this place. Right. Okay. Keep that in mind. So then she goes down to this room to, like. Well, first of all, she breaks out of that cell. And why would she design a cell to be able, like, why would you design a cell to where, like, you could even type in a code and get out? Do you know what I mean? Maybe it's like Jen Erso in the Death Star where like only she knows that. I don't know. Yeah, but if someone, I mean, if she knows it, someone else could figure it out. Yeah. Unless it's like some sort of weird signet ring that she has and she just she draws like, a diagonal and like it does something magic. Oh. Wouldn't that be weird? Yeah, we'll get to that. Dreykov's office is where things kind of go off the rails. Um. Anyway, but keep in mind, so she knows how the place is designed, right? Mm-hmm. So she goes to this room to like turn off the engines or whatever and like lower things. And Drakoff can see her. And pushes a button. And stops her. She designed the station. Yeah. She designed that. Yeah. To be surv- surveilled and have surveillance. But she didn't know that she was going to be surveilled. Maybe she thought that the illusion would, would hold up longer than it so did. So, like, that, maybe. But that's the thing where I'm like, you knew this was, you knew. But, hold on a second. No, because she tells... I'm gonna now. I'm keep gonna, laying it out. I'm yeah. gonna hand this off to you. Okay? okay. She tells Natasha about Zach's favorite plot point, the pheromones. The pheromones, yeah. So like, she knows that this, it might not, but also keep in mind that if the plan worked and she lands this, mm-hmm. she's landing it to give it over to Thunderbolt Ross, who could just take her to prison. Right. Like, what is her plan? I don't know. Well, the plan is to kill Drake off and, and take down the Red Room. I don't yeah, think she like, cares the outcome after maybe, that, right? Maybe, But let's back up a little bit. Okay. And get into... The pheromones? The pheromones. <laughs> yeah, so Drakeoff... Sorry, pardon my, has some sort my language. It's weird as fuck. <laughs> like, Drakeoff has some sort of cologne or something <laughs> that makes it where uh, the widows literally cannot touch him. As long as they can... Smell him as long as they can smell him, but you can't just plug your nose. No, no, no. You have to. You sever have to the nerve. <laughs> sever the nerve inside your brain that allows your like olfactory bulb. So does that mean she can't smell anymore? Like forever? I don't know. If she severed the nerve, she cannot smell. 
fixing the alignment gotta, of your nose. We gotta go back and watch Infinity War and Endgame and see if she's ever like, wow, those tacos smell good. <laughs> because if she does... She's lying. She's lying. So, there's this... To, to just piggyback off of that, there's this scene where it's like, alright, she's finally gonna do it. And she's like, mm-hmm. has a gun pointed at his head. And, hold on a second. Wait. Wait. Back up. And you're kind of jumping. Black Widow yeah. had been out of the Red Room for like a decade. Right. That's what I was thinking too. How did she even break out if she was uh, like subjected not, to the stuff? I'm not worried about that. When she was in the Red Room, they didn't have the actual mind control. Right. So how come the pheromones affect her? Affect her. Yeah. No, I have the same question. What? It makes no sense. If she was there before the mind control, why are the pheromones affecting her? Is it universal? Yes. Those can, are like, the can no one touch him then? I, but he says it's just the Black Widows, or the Widows, right? He doesn't say... Yeah, but sh- Natasha was conditioned, right? Not right. actually, like, biologically controlled. Right. Damn. So how do the pheromones work on her? Anyway, they do. And so she... I want some of that cologne. And That'd so be... she can't touch him. Literally, like, bound down, down, down. Down now, down now. <laughs> Can't touch oh, this. I was so confused for a second. Um, I take it that you don't like the pheromones. No, I'm not a fan of the pheromones yeah. personally. Why? It's such an easy. Makes no sense. It makes no sense. <laughs> it makes no sense. I feel like there, are, there are. As an artist, you set yourself up yes. with certain tools. Yes. And. A filmmaker's toolkit includes um, the backdrop, you know, like the setting the stage. You've got your characters, and then you've got major devices that you can use to push the plot forward. So the characters yes. in this film, you've got the, the, the family who are going in, and then you've got, on the other side, you've got Taskmaster and Drakov and the Widows, right? One major tool that I felt could have been utilized in a really cool way to push the plot forward and like one by one like dismantle this fortress in a systematic uh-huh. way would have been these red vials of stuff that are used to release mind control. Yes. Uh and I thought personally it would be cool if like they like release one black widow or one widow and then they release another one and like they've got their own agents like on the inside or something. But that doesn't happen. They've got these vials the entire time. You know, Yelena gets released like at the beginning. Nobody gets released until the very end, and then yep. they release like a whole room of them, and then they're all like, "What do we do now?" And then yeah. they just go find a plane, and that's it. Yep, and they leave. Right. Yep. Meanwhile, it's just like brute force. Let's bust in there. We're gonna. Oh, the code didn't work. Oh, I'm going to break one of these engines. And then she says on her comms, she's like, uh, "We're going to go into a controlled crash." crash. Bullshit. There's nothing controlled. <laughs> About this crash. The station this, falls apart. <laughs> this station is blowing up systematically, like, chunk by chunk. Yeah. It is, it's just, the third act is is a little far-fetched for me. Yeah. The pheromones don't make sense. They just, like, come out of nowhere. Yeah, it's it's a little odd. Like, it's, it's odd. for me, if the pheromones were a thing, well, I guess this wouldn't make sense either. 
for me, it would, like if like she, when she, her mission was to, like blow up that building, if mm-hmm. she had like hesitated when she was about to hit the button or something, but then she wouldn't have been able to smell him if she was like out in the car or whatever. But I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. It's never foreshadowed or anything. It's yeah. just like, by the way, you can't pull the trigger. Because Try to stab me. Oh, you can get that far and then your muscles just stop. Because Ha-ha. you smell me. Yeah. Um, Take a whiff. It's weird. And then there's this, it's this a whiff of power. whole like really weird subplot that's really brief of mm-hmm. like the Black Widow agents that are around the world because his yeah. ring opens up the thing or whatever. Right. Um, but yeah, so she coax, coaxes him into like beating her up. Right. Which tr- is also weird to me. Well, he's. I, I realize that he's trying to get her to break her nose. He's trying to get him to break her nose. She's trying to get him. Yeah, she's trying to make him break her nose for her so she right. can't smell him. But he doesn't. I thought she was trying to get him to sever the nerve. Cause she was. She was. Because she says something later where she's like, you couldn't do it yourself, so I'll just finish the job. Right. And yeah. then she slams her face on the just desk. Just like, bam. Okay, so and that breaks her own nose. That's and a it's r- brutal. It's brutal. It's It's a little ridiculous to me. But also, before that, it makes no sense that this, like, omnipotent like like the the puppet master essentially that is who Drakov is mm-hmm. would be so quick to anger like that he's like no that's not what i am no uh yeah i'm gonna punch you she's like you're weak and he's like i'm not weak look how strong i am i can punch you it makes no sense to it me. is odd see that's the thing is that the third act again to me in a lot of marvel films and a lot of superhero films in general whether it's Marvel DC, whatever, mm-hmm. they fall apart at the end, where it's just like, trope, 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 trope. Um, and it's just like, I don't know. It's just a little odd, because, I mean, it was just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That was a little like, what? So, she breaks her nose, she uh, hits him a couple times, Yep. right? And then, oh, looks like she she severed the nerve for no reason because all of a sudden all these widows come in like his like honor guard of like men in suits yeah or whatever like that armor they come in and they pull him out and he and he's like kill kill her widows yeah like no one leave until she's dead yeah and it's make a good her fight. suffer or whatever it's a good fight it's a cool fight it doesn't make sense to me if they've all had the same training that she's had and if there's like thirty of them why wouldn't they be able to whip her butt. Well, I noticed, and I noticed this in, in, ev- in almost every single scene in a film where there's a gang fight versus one person. They don't all fight at the same time? They uh, they wait. They take turns. It's like, all right, you go. You failed. All right, now you go. When it's like, there there's seems like she's fighting two widows at once, and there, there's like six in the background just standing there, just like in a fight stance, just waiting. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why does no one know how to do this? But eventually, she's... she's if we're ever... In, like, if it's you... Me and 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 Brooks Davis. Yep. And Shout like, out to Brooks. And like uh, Tyler. Chase. Chase. <laughs> and we're like in a bar versus Bryce Harper or something. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like a villain. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Good one. All right. I like that. Um, <laughs> we all attack at once. At the same time. We do not take yeah. turns. <laughs> okay. But then, luckily, Yelena's attached these vials to a grenade or something and they mm-hmm. blow up all at once and they're all they're all every single one in the room is touched by the red dust mm-hmm. somehow um then just gets even weirder because <laughs> the stage is falling apart mm-hmm. uh and it's cool i mean it's massive on scale she's f- jumping through corridors over the you know the earth it's it's beautiful visuals 
it's something that if there was like one sequence where oh no how is she going to get out and she gets out and it like highlighted her you know abilities it would have been great but it's like 15 or 20 minutes straight of just like that's ridiculous yeah that's ridiculous why when something explodes does it explode in pieces I would think, like, if it's, like, a giant flammable fortress, it would all just, like, boom. So you're thinking, like, Death Star, Star Wars in 1977, where it's just, like, poof. Well, I'm thinking, like, I don't know. If there's, like, an explosion near, like, a giant fireworks factory or something, all the fireworks are going to go off at once. It's not going to be, like, and now this room, and now yeah, this room. Yeah, I get you. And now this room. I get you. But it's falling apart. And It's not a controlled crash. It's not a... No. And, uh... I'm trying to think what happens. So then we get to this weird, like you said, this really weird sequence of like, I think all of them get a walk in front of an explosion moment. All of them do. Within a matter of like minute and a half. Natasha gets multiple. She gets like two or three. Melina gets one. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Red Guardian and Melina get one, but they get this, they escape in this Quinjet type mm-hmm. thing and- Somebody's trying to bust in, and Red Guardian knocks him off the windshield, but he breaks the tail. Right. And so they're spinning, and a yeah, and you've got these. And then we don't see them again until they're on the ground. You've got these troops, right? Yeah. Who are not wearing parachutes? They're just in their army suit. They it's are falling from the sky. <laughs> yes. They are going to perish. Yes. They are not going to survive, and yeah. they're just like eye on the target. Yeah. You know, and it's just it's ridiculous. But also, like I noticed that we see their plane go flying off out of control mm-hmm. and we don't see them again until they're on the ground landed safely. and it's like what yeah <laughs> what happened but there's this scene which i i think it it whole thing's blowing up natasha's yeah. running out and yelena's on top of she the jumps onto Drakov's helicarrier or whatever mm-hmm. and i think it's a fitting moment that like that that she's the one who blows it up. Maybe that it's not Natasha. I mm-hmm. think her forgiveness has to come, and her trauma, if you will, is Drakov's daughter. Okay. Which we'll get to in a second. But yeah, so she jumps onto this engine, and she's about to stab this staff in there that'll blow the whole thing up. Mm-hmm. And it just looks wonky. <laughs> it does look pretty wonky. It's a little, it's a little she's weird, like, little, little green screening. This was fun, and then yeah. she like throws the staff in there, and. You can you can tell that that was like done with uh, like ropes. Like oh she just yeah, like harness. Away. It's very obviously like like a harness of like mm-hmm. you can see her her body movement gets pulled back. But also, and I think you I heard you tell somebody I'm not sure who you were sitting next to in the theater. I don't know his name. Um, his name is Alec. Alec. Okay, but I think I heard you say something to him where it's like the space station whatever is crumbling. Yeah, there's shit everywhere. Everything's falling apart. Parachute. <laughs> there's a parachute right there. <laughs> and so well. <laughs> Yelena gets thrown off the side unconscious. Uh huh. Black Widow is just running off the side and just like oh, grabs, grabs grabs the parachute, parachute off the ground yeah. and jumps off. And it's like that's convenient. Yeah. And like, look, when she's falling, it's cool. She mm. goes and she saves Yelena. Taskmaster escapes. I have a gripe here with this okay. explosion of the jet that Drakov is in. Right. Yes. So the main gripe that Yelena had with Natasha was that she didn't check the body. She was like, you saw the explosion, but are you sure he was dead? Did you see the body? They didn't check to see if he was dead. He exploded. He exploded, I guess. But he exploded the first time. That's true, that's true. Maybe it was the wrong plane. Who knows? Anyway, 
the the aerial. I thought they were gonna like look at a charred corpse and See, be like, I, I he wanted, is dead. I wanted Drakov's death to be more intimate. I did. Like, like a like a robe what <laughs> and some rose petals. No, but like like have a knife fight. Like, Pheromones. Like have one of the. Oh my god. Exactly. Blowing through the air. But the aerial fight between Taskmaster and Black Widow is cool. Chocolate fountain. Like it's cool. It's cool, but I have a gripe, okay? I have a gripe. Careless whisper in the background. Zach. Let <laughs> me see if you caught this too. They open the parachute like 20 feet off the ground and they're fine. Who does? Taskmaster and Black Widow. I thought, so uh, hold on. From my perspective, Black Widow puts the parachute on Elena and opens the parachute. And I actually thought they were really high up in the air. I don't no. know about Taskmaster. They they were. She's fine. Okay. But then Taskmaster and Black Widow have this fight. They're fighting in yeah, the air. Yeah, they're fighting they're mid-air. Fighting, they're yeah. fighting, they're fighting, they're fighting. The ground is approaching. And it's just like, parachute land. And it's yeah. like, you are dead. You're dead. Not necessarily. There was a woman. You've told this story before. <laughs> was it on this podcast? <laughs> I think it was. We, we've discussed this. Where she there was did, a woman that fell yeah. out of a, a plane, or she didn't fall out. She was skydiving, and her parachute didn't deploy. The backup didn't deploy. She landed on her face and survived. That's Somebody wants in. Should I open it? Yeah, sure. That's Addy. I think it's Addy. I'm just saying, though, like, there's this, like, she just does, like, a tuck and roll. Oh, it's Toby. Hey, Toby. Sure, why not? What's up, Tobe? Um, it was like just like a tuck and roll, and he's, she's fine. And mm-hmm. the final little confrontation, you know, like she gets the mask off of. There's Addie. And Amos. All right, guys, come on in. And Bodie. The what whole gang's here. What is up, everybody? <laughs> Four dogs and a cat. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Um, but she gets the mask off Taskmaster mm. and smashes the, the thing, and then she's freed, right? Yeah. Antonia's freed. And there's a nice moment of. of, of forgiveness there and the first thing she says is like is he gone essentially he's like is right. he dead um and then everything is just fine thunderbolt ross shows up but all the black widows what is his name uh thaddeus ross but he goes by thunderbolt ross thunderbolt thunderbolt ross okay. um hey buddy. all of them all the black widows yelena red guardian and melina buddy your breathing is so loud <laughs> He's excited. Bodie, you're going to have to get out of here. <laughs> Go. Let him be. He, so I, I recently got a haircut. Yeah. He did not like me with long hair. No. And he's digging now me right now. He loves you. Hey, Amos. Hey, um, this has just devolved into like. <laughs> <laughs> he sneezed directly into the mic. Anyway. Um, uh, all the Black Widows and Melina. Who was a villain essentially? Mm-hmm. Red Guardian, who still, he's just mad at Drakeoff and Yelena, who actually I think is the good one. All just leave. Yeah. He's crying because whiskey's under the bed. Oh, okay. Um, they all just leave and it's fine. Right. And then we see Black Widow again and she has blonde. This is getting. The big, the big <laughs> deal for me is that. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Hey, buddy. All right, go ahead. Uh, the big deal for me. Is that Thunderbolt Ross, as, yes. <laughs> as Thaddeus Ross, as he is known, uh, is approaching like with this whole caravan, and Natasha's just standing there, right? Yep. She's and caught, they, and they do the Hunger Games. Yeah, she has. She has been caught. There's, yeah. There is no escape. 
Next thing you know, cut, cut to black. She's got blonde hair, and she's meeting back up with uh, Rick. Rick Mason. Rick Mason. Who has this weird like? He's a little creepy to me. I don't know if that's intentional. Did you get that vibe? No, I didn't get that vibe. He's at all. like, he's. I feel like he's like vying for like affection, and it's just like maybe I don't know. But yeah, he gets her a Quinjet, and she looks as she does. She looks like she does. And if anyone, she this has isn't the about best. The, this isn't about the Quinjet or the the blonde hair. No, what she just escapes. She escapes. Yeah. What happened? Like, there, is there going to be another Black Widow movie that is like the, those two weeks between when when Thunderbolt Ross arrives well, and when she the gets thing, the Quinjet, too. and then are they going to leave like an extra hour and a half gap? Close the door. Close the door. <laughs> They're out. An extra hour and a half gap, yeah. so they can do a third Black Widow mind, movie that's going to fill that gap, and they're going to leave thirty <laughs> seconds, and they're going to go back into no. the, the quantum. Zach, stop it! The quantum widow. <laughs> the quantum widow. Think about this though. <clears throat> this film only takes place over like the course of a few days. Right. That's, that is the joke that I'm making. Because they make it smaller each time. When she's blonde, she goes and meets up with Steve Rogers, and they break them out of prison. Yada mm-hmm. yada yada. But then there's two years between them breaking them out of prison. In Infinity War, right? What happens then? Y- yes. Anyway, I want to know why did they put in the movie Thunderbolt Ross like approaching? Why was he even a part of it? Coming to the Red Room, if they're just gonna gloss over it and it's not gonna be a thing, I don't know. like it's not even mentioned. Like, did they forget to finish the movie? Maybe. Did they run out of money? Was Maybe. it like? Oh, we're at 199 million, and we still have to do that scene where she puts the staff through the, <laughs> the thing. So that that looked like it was a last minute budget thing, um, but then she flies off, cut to black. Mm-hmm. All right, end of the movie. Well, no, no, no. There's also the uh, the fireflies in the woods. Yes, and I was like, what is this? Is this supposed to be your like Forrest Gump feather moment? Like it's not. Maybe is it? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like a bookend from. The beginning, but it's not even the bookend because that happened like midway through the 1995 yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's true. You know, I don't know. Bioluminescence. The ending is it the name of the sequel. The de- <laughs> bioluminescence. Black Widow. Bioluminescence. The ending is not that they don't they don't quite nail the superhero landing. Mm-hmm. Um, but real quick in the next five or six minutes as we wrap up the post credit scene. Yeah. We fast forward to. Present day, which in Marvel timelines like twenty twenty four or something. Did you like notice how many people in the theater were like, <gasps> "She is dead." <laughs> I was first off. I was about to be so mad because if we see Yelena with her dog Fanny, um, mm-hmm. go to Natasha's grave because she's di- she she's she's died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she died in Endgame, and she does the. I thought we were gonna get a whistle. Back. I know, and I was like, "Don't do it! Don't do it! Don't!" I was, I was gonna be so mad if, <laughs> if like, if the whistle came out back. of the corner. He's like, "Just kidding! I'm still alive." I was gonna be like, yeah. "Screw that!" Because that's her death needs to mean something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but no, we don't. We get uh, Valentina. I forget her her full name. Um, I don't even know. What's the actress? I don't know how to say her full name, but it's something Louise Dreyfus, Elaine from Seinfeld, mm-hmm. who plays Valentina Val from Captain America and the no, from Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay. Um, Julia Louise Dreyfus. Julia, there it is. And she is like recruiting or has recruited Yelena already and says, don't you want to go find the man who's responsible for 
her for Nat's death, and she shows her a picture of Clint Barton. <gasps> so, AKA Hawkeye, AKA Ronan. Yes. It is confirmed that Florence Pugh <laughs> has joined the cast of the Hawkeye show. Right. Um, so the theory is that she will be the Black Widow in the MCU moving forward, will be Yelena. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Yep. And that's the actual end of the movie. So, real quick, mm-hmm. let me look this up for the next few minutes. Black Widow is currently sitting at a certified fresh 80%. The audience score is 92%. The critic consensus is Black Widow's deeper themes are drowned out in all the action, but it remains a solidly entertaining standalone adventure that's rounded out by a stellar supporting cast. You know, How do I you could, feel? If I could encapsulate my feelings about this movie, I would say that Black Widow's deeper themes... Are are drowned out by the action. I'm trying to pair. I'm trying to <laughs> quote that directly. No, that's spot on. Yeah. Like honestly, the f- our favorite parts of the movie were the relationship dynamics, the 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 real backstory for yeah Nat and the emergence of Yelena, right? Yeah, and all the action stuff. Some of it was great, but the third act was really shaky. Um, it but just, I, it devolved to like a CGI fest. <coughs> I think if the third act was stronger this movie would no doubt in my mind be an a yeah but right now it's it's a b yeah it's i think it the third act would have stayed more emotionally driven more emotionally driven mm-hmm. it would have been much better to me but again like i think i like it it's good yeah it's good i wasn't blown to away answer that. our question it is i good. think this movie came out 10 years too late no not 10 years too late probably about oh, it's toby Probably about five years too late. I think this movie should have come out after Civil War. I would have rather got this film after Civil War. Yeah. Um, because I think it took it far too long. Would have made sense. Then, to have a, a character, particularly a, a female-led character, that had been in this universe since 2010, mm-hmm. did not get her solo movie until 2021. Well, Hawkeye still didn't have a solo movie. I get that, but I don't know if he's as much of a leading character. And his series isn't about him so much as it is about him and Kate Bishop, who he trains. Yeah, but correct me if I'm wrong here. Mm -hmm. The original Avengers movie, both Black Widow and Hawkeye are Avengers, right? Yes. So they're at the same level. Yeah, true. Now, I'm not saying anything like he should get a movie, too. I would have rather gotten a movie about him becoming Ronan. That would have been cool. Yeah, personally. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. Anyway, any final thoughts? Um, we don't know what we're doing after this, do we? No. We'll figure it out. We'll announce it on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, but cool, yeah, so that's our uh, thoughts on Black Widow, I would say. Zach, is it good? It's good. It's good. It's good. Um, as I said before, let us know how you'd like us to tackle the MCU, because it's going to be... Might be next, next season. Might be uh, or if you want us to do it in segments like Phase One, Phase Two, mm-hmm. the Iron Man movies, because we do love these movies. Um, well, you know I love that third Iron Man movie. Oh yeah, my name is Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but cool. You got anything else, Zach? How can they find us? You got anything else to add? Well, those were two different questions. Do you have anything else to add? And if not, how can they find us? How about that? 
I have nothing more to add to this okay. discussion. If you have more you would like to add to this discussion, or if you would like to suggest further films for discussion, yes, you can contact us via email. Mm-hmm. But is it no? It's showers out. Welcome. <laughs> this is episode thirty. <laughs> episode right? thirty. Yeah, we're doing Black Widow. Oh, <laughs> uh, we had uh, a good yeah, time. Like, yeah. <laughs> Episode 30, yeah. I'm really hungry and I have to pee. I was caught off guard. B-I-I-G podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at B-I-I-G podcast. Or you can follow us on Instagram, which is actually growing. Yeah. I hate you. At but is it good podcast. Right? Isn't that what our name is on Instagram? Or is it just but is it good? I have to check now. Hunter is the social media manager for the Instagram page. But it's a good podcast. Um, let us know what you thought about Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Uh, how would you want us to approach Marvel series? Uh, what do you want us to do for our next series, uh, for our next standalone movie, whatever you want to do? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you like it, let us know. If you don't, tell us what we could fix. Please like, subscribe, follow on wherever you listen to pod- podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google Play, what else is there? If you have some sort of custom RSS RSS platform. feed platform that you are streaming us on, on your own, off the grid, leave a review. Yeah. We probably won't be able to see it, but leave a review. Uh, cool. Yeah. All right. I give this movie about like an 85 or 86. 84, 85. Yeah. Cool. All right. That's about it. Braves won, by the way. Did they? Yeah. They're at 500 again, which means they're going to lose tomorrow. <laughs> Perfect. All right, cool. Um, you good? Bye. We'll see you guys next week. But is it good podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah.